On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Today there's no doubt that old rugged cross has saved many lives already. And Lord willing, many more will be saved before the Lord Jesus returns. Maybe today you can honestly say that you are thankful for that cross. You're thankful for that cross that, that Jesus bared for you and I. I know when you uh, have the opportunity to read through the scriptures and see what Jesus truly endured, we can't even begin to fathom how that accurately took place. We can read about it, we can see videos about it, but I don't believe anybody could ever touch the reality of what really happened that day, except for the fact that, of course, the Holy Spirit reveals to us how painful and what He underwent that day for us, because He loved us so much. John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. And I believe that wholeheartedly today, friend. So maybe you could say that you absolutely are thankful for that cross. You're thankful for that cross that Jesus Christ bared. And you know, the Bible tells us that he endured that with gladness. He endured that for us because of the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. That joy was the joy to know that he was dying and taking the punishment for the entire world, for every single one of us. Because there's nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. It was only that He would be that sacrificial lamb to take our place. And He did just that. So maybe today you can join me and giving praise to the Lord and being thankful and excited for what He has done for us. He's given us everlasting life. But maybe today your story is different. Maybe today you don't have this assurance. You don't have this guarantee and this understanding of a relationship with Jesus through His Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us when we come to know the Lord as our Savior, He puts on our soul the Holy Spirit, the promised, guaranteed assurance, and that is the Holy Spirit of God. His Word tells us that that Holy Spirit, His Holy Spirit, 
His Holy Spirit confides in our spirit that we would know that we are His without any doubt. So today you may be listening and you might say, I don't know that I have this assurance. I don't believe that I do. And some folks would say, well, I don't, what, what, what exactly do I do to understand that I have this or that I, you know, have acquired this? Let me tell you something. There's not a single thing any of us can do. It's all been done at the cross at Calvary. Jesus Christ, his shed blood was shed for our sins, past, present, and future. But I can tell you that the moment the Holy Spirit of God is stirring in our hearts, we know we're being dealt with by the Holy Spirit, nothing else more. From that moment, listen to me, from that moment, we are going to be drawn by His Spirit to repent of our sins and turn from our ways and accepting Him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And as I was just fixing to say a moment ago, someone might say, well, how do I know I have this hope, this truth in my heart? You will know it by your life. Your life will begin to change the passion that you once had for the sinful things of this world, you will no longer have. The Bible tells us over in Psalms to taste and see that the Lord is good. If you've tasted of the Lord God, spiritually meaning that, by the way, you're going to know that you've been in His presence. You're going to know that He has taken your heart, your soul. You're going to know that you've been dealt with by the powerful, almighty God, the creator of the universe. He is the God that was and is and is to come. He is the God that's all-knowing. He is omnipresent, meaning He is everywhere and anywhere that He desires to be because He's God. God, 100%, when He deals with our hearts, when you've tasted to know, listen, you're going to do one or two things. You're going to accept Him as Lord and Savior, or you're going to turn away from Him in rebellion and rebel the rest of your life. So I want to encourage you today, friend. If the cross and what Jesus done on that cross at Calvary, if it doesn't have a genuine, beautiful, passionate, burning desire in your soul to know what that means, if that's not there, if you don't see a life change, if you still desire all the dark, disgusting, putrid things of this world, you haven't been sold out to Jesus. You haven't fully submitted and surrendered your life to Jesus. Let me say this. You ask me today, you say, well, I just, I don't know how I know I've accepted this. I don't know if I've accepted this hope, if I have this hope in my life. Like I said, all you got to do is look around and realize, is there a life change? Have you been truly changed in your heart? And what I mean is everything about your life, your home, your passion and desire about what you have in your home, it's going to be things to glorify God. You're not going to watch things that, that, that God wouldn't have you to watch any longer. 
You're not going to get into these television shows and things that are not going to be giving glory to God. You're not going to listen to filthy music. You're not going to listen to the old songs and the music that's, that, that, is, that is not going to bring glory to God. You're going to surround yourself with heavenly things. Your life is going to change. Your desire and your passion for life is going to change. You're going to have a hunger and a thirst for Jesus. You say, well, that's not a popular life to live. Of course it's not. If you'll read the scriptures, you'll realize that anyone who followed after Christ, just as Jesus told the rich young ruler, you must go and sell everything you have and give to the poor and come follow me. What Jesus meant there was, is you must forsake everything, all your passions and desires, and come follow him. Take up the cross and walk after him and follow after him daily. And everyone you see in the scriptures who done that, they were not popular people. People made fun of them. They mocked them just like they did Jesus. They even went as far as killing them because they would not stop speaking in the name of Jesus. Today, you and I need to understand when we come to see this truth of what happened at Calvary at the cross, we've come to understand something that we can't even fathom ourselves, but the Holy Spirit of God reveals to us. And we've come to understand that life can only be found through Jesus. So do you want to live life today? Do you want to truly live life today? Then forsake your ways. Completely let go of your passions and your desires. Repent of your sins and turn from those ways fully. Not picking them up and playing with them again, but letting it all go. And fully surrendering and submitting your life to Christ. You say, well, what do I do after that? Pick up his word. Start reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Start reading through those Gospels and learning the very way of Jesus. And then you might go into the book of Acts and see what happened in the early church and see how things went. The book of Acts stands for the Acts of the Apostles after, after the resurrection of Jesus. So you can look in there and, and see what happened there and so on and so forth. I would encourage you also, once you've come to this place and your relationship with Jesus is now solid, I would encourage you to look in the book of Proverbs. Read Proverbs all the way through. Obviously not necessarily all the way through in one day, unless you're led to do so, but read through Proverbs, maybe a chapter a day. That way you will have the solid truths of God writing on the very tablet of your heart. You know, he told Joshua over in Joshua chapter 1, when Joshua was taken on the Israelites after Moses had passed away, he was taking them on and God said to Joshua, he said over around uh, chapter 1 of Joshua chapter 1, around verse 7 or 8, he said to him to meditate on this book of the law day and night, the word of God, to meditate on this word. And he said if he were to do that, then he would be careful to do what's written in the book. And then he would not only that, but he would be prosperous and successful. Today, there's nothing I could do to be prosperous and successful. I can't receive the glory for that because what God is doing in and through my life is what he's doing through his Holy Spirit. 
And so I give him the glory for that. But the prosper and the success is that we would be prosperous and successful for his kingdom, seeing more souls to Christ. We'll find ourselves conversating more about Jesus in the Bible than we will about our own selfish pleasures and desires on this earth. I'm telling you, when you come to know Jesus, there's a life change. You're no longer sold out to the ways of this world and selfish, selfish desires, but you're sold out to Jesus Christ. Onward Christian soldiers is what we are, marching on to the very battle that's at hand. The Bible tells us that we're not necessarily in a fight that's physical. We're in a war, but not with this world. We're in a spiritual war. And there's a battle worth fighting with the strength that's given to us by Jesus Christ and none other. I want to encourage you today, if you don't know about this old rugged cross, come today to know this about this old rugged cross and what it truly means to each one of us individually. Because Jesus Christ took that cross. He endured that cross for you and for me. That we may have life everlasting, eternal life. Come join today. Come know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior. Fall in love with Him. It's a love like never before. Someone says, well, I thought I knew love. That's right. You thought you did. You don't know love till you know Jesus Christ because He is the true love. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man come to the Father except by Him. Father, thank You for this time. I pray for the listener. I pray that whoever's listening right now that you would convict their hearts. Father, that we, if anything else, would draw near to you. Maybe somebody's listening to this and they say they know you already, already have a relationship with you. That's great. I'm so thankful to hear that, Father. But I pray that we would not be someone who would say this in a vain heart to say that we don't need to know these things. Father, every one of us need to be reminded and restrengthened and rejuvenated and revived in your spirit through your word of God, through your word, Lord through your Son, Jesus, and the power of your Holy Spirit working in our souls, that we would be restrengthened and revived and ready for whatever else is coming down the line in our lives. We pray this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening in. You're listening to Living It Out Ministries, Evangelistic Ministries. We're so thankful and so grateful to speak the Word of God truthfully. May there be no distractions today in your life. And if there is, give those distractions to God. Move past them. Come to truly glory in the cross of the Lord God that Jesus Christ buried, that Jesus Christ buried for you and I. He died. He buried. And he rose again. He died once and for all for all of us for our old sins. He buried those sins. And on the third day, he rose again. This is the process that had to happen. It's time we die to this old flesh and be made alive in him. Let me encourage you to do that today. And everything you do, your life will change. I'm telling you, when you come to know this Jesus, your life will change. Your life will change for the good. 
you won't have the same old passions you have today. You'll have a new passion, and that is to see other souls to Christ. You'll love your neighbor as you love yourself. You'll love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you'll put nothing else before him. I promise you that. Your life will change. Yes, there'll be hardships. Yes, there'll be struggles. But you'll begin to rely on him fully by faith, knowing he's going to get you through it. It's possible. It's possible. Because he causes all things to work together. He does. For the good of those who love him, who've been called according to him, he causes all those things to work together. Thank you for listening, friend. Have a wonderful, blessed day.